Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, a microphony. And a phony at the mic. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. I just go with what I do. Incorrect. Wait for it. And I hope you're hungry because the second half of this word is... Incredible. Jeff Lutz. Have you ever been nominated for anything of the year? Yeah. What? Man of the year by the NCAA. I didn't win it, but. Oh my gosh. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Don't touch that dial. All right, we are back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz co hosting. Mike Furchis, our guest. It's Top Ten Wednesday. Max Power producing and engineering the show. Uh, so let's get into our Top Ten Wednesday. Uh, Jeff, uh, we'll start with you on your ten favorite Hawaiians. I forgot to put them in order. So, uh, Well, it takes a, take a moment to get them in order. We'll start with Mike. Okay, well, I appreciate uh, that. Number ten, Mike, on celebrities who have hobbies that you find interesting. Uh, and sometimes the person doing them is what's interesting as well. This person, while married to Tom Cruise, picked up the hobby that they have continued to this day that they love. Nicole Kidman loves to skydive and skydives on a regular basis. Wow. I would have never thought that, but uh, the, Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise connection is what brought that together for me. And I had heard of that before uh, doing any kind of research on this. So There was Nicole a Kidman. brief moment. Where I considered doing that, but I didn't, and I never will, never would. Yeah. Did you ever do it? I, I've never done it. I tried to talk my wife on her honeymoon to do it in Vegas, and she wouldn't do it. So I, I would do it. I mean, the first one's a tandem jump, and you'd hope that the tandem person knows what the world they're doing. So, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. It, yeah. It it seems like it would have been fun, but then I I just never quite built up the uh, the courage to do it. Number well, ten I'm on not. my list of uh, things that I recall fondly from my youth in the summer. Uh, my dad, as I've said on this show, grew an incredible tomato patch. Uh, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Just tomato after tomato. Our kitchen was overrun with them. We'd give them to neighbors. Uh, we'd give them to friends, uh, whomever. And he ate a million of them, as did my mother. I didn't join in. But the tomato patch was an incredible part of my summer. It just overtook our 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 
home. Well, that sounds fantastic. Well, there's nothing better than a Congratulations. Well, he he grew the best. Yeah, there. Nothing like a uh, number t- sandwich. Yeah, there, there's something like it. Yeah, I, I don't need it. I, I, don't, I don't like it. Remember, Mike, last week when we did the top ten with you, me, and Jason, we got to talk a little bit about our our yeah. entries and have a little conversation. Anyway, yeah. my number ten. So, Mike, let's let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> that is the blatant insecurity of my son. Insecurity coming once again. I I did this better with Mike. I and I well, want I Mike and I want Mike to say that because that makes me feel better. Well, he already did say it, but that's all right. Did you say uh, that, Mike? I, I, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. But we we also we didn't have. Uh, I mean, there was no other segments afterwards, so we were able to take that up to the end of the show. So, you know, I understand time constraints and show management. And I, you know, I know. Yeah, that we had a little segment at the end, me and Jason. Yeah, uh, number ten on your list. Much. Uh. Famous favorite Hawaiians. Number 10, Kiko Ajina, who played uh, Lane on the hit show Gilmore Girls. Mike? Okay. Uh, Great character. I I, I, I like the Gilmore Girls, but I didn't watch a lot of the Gilmore Girls. I watched some of it, but not all of it. (laughs) I watched all of it, Mike. Can you believe that? Yeah, well, and and you say you're not a a pop culture guy, so there you go. Well, I used to watch television a little bit, not as much anymore, but definitely caught Gilmore Girls on DVD, uh, and it's just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to go back and tune in to last week's Top Ten segment, if it's anything like that. Oh, it was so good. Uh, <laughs> number nine on my list of summer activities as a kid, uh, we used to go over to Blood Orchard. That was our orchard of choice. And there were others over there on Broadway, over close to Hayesville. Uh, orchards were a big deal in those days. And we'd pick peaches. We'd get on the uh, back of a tractor. Uh, it had a little, uh, what do you call those things that it drags? You, you sat up on the, a tractor, drug it around. What do you got? You know what I'm talking about. There you go, a trailer. And they'd take us out to the middle of the orchard, drop us off. We'd pick a basket full of peaches. We'd eat some out there, and it was a lot of fun. And that's a great memory of my childhood. Anyway. I love that kind, of stuff. that kind of stuff, especially like the Halloween hay rides and stuff like that. Anyway, I like riding on the back of traders and stuff, and I love peaches. That's a good summer activity even to this day, riding around in a like a hayride kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not go what... pick some peaches. Nothing Maybe. better. Number nine for you, Mike, on celebrities with interesting hobbies. This is one that got me into it. I saw the CBS on Sunday morning. That's how I found out about it. Tom Hanks is a massive collector of typewriters, old school typewriters. And he actually travels. Whenever he travels, he carries one of the old school typewriters with him and does his writing on typewriters to this day. So that, that that's interesting. Kind of surprised me. Yeah, it surprised me. The uh, old days, the click, number, click, click. Number nine for you, Jeff. Number nine for me. Favorite uh, Hawaiians. Uh, we'll go into the baseball realm for the first time. Maybe the last. Maybe not. Uh, the first guy who is kind of known as being Hawaiian that I remember, Sid Fernandez. 
the lefty with the New York Mets. the little lefty. Number 50. Large lefty. Little. Not little. Little. He's not a little guy. He's just a little lefty, you know. There wasn't any, there was nothing little about him. Nice pitcher. Nice player. Number 50. Um, there used to be a team that came at least a, once or twice, I believe, and this will be mentioned later in my list, uh, to play in the NBC World Series, and they were called the Hawaiian Islanders. And uh, it was a team of Hawaiian pitchers or players. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. Was Sid Fernandez on it? No. That's too bad. No, he was not. Did he play in the NBC World Series? No, he did not. That sucks. Uh, Number eight on my list of things I enjoyed about the summer as a youngster, uh, going to the drive-in. Now, this was a little later in my life when I could drive and when others could pick me up and we'd sneak in uh, by being in the trunk uh, and leaving through my bedroom window thinking my parents didn't know I was sneaking out. Uh, so that was fun. Did they know you were sneaking out? Well, th- this happened, uh, you know, we, we the drive-in didn't start until obviously dark. And a little, about 9, 9.30, I'd, I'd exit through my bedroom window and go out and get in the car. And we'd pull into the drive-in and a few of us would get in the trunk and we'd get in that way. Isn't that sneaking into the drive-in a staple of going to the drive-in as a kid? Yeah, they, I mean, uh, do they do they still do, do they have a way of uh, combating that now? I don't think so. I, you know, I've got a minivan. And I can put people in the back of the minivan, and they are, they do charge per person now. So you, you, there's ways to do it. Uh, I like it when they're charging per car load. Then it didn't matter. But uh, yeah, I think I did the same thing. You snuck in. You got snuck in. You snuck out. Uh, I love drive-ins. I just. Uh, I'd rather see a movie on the inside big screen, quality screen, than outside. But the outside experience is just a blast. Number eight for you, Mike, on your celebrity hobbies list. This is one I did not know that I did some research when I found out. Angelina Jolie collects daggers. That must sounds come about right. Bob Dice. But she, it, it sounds right after you hear about it, but she collects daggers. So don't ever break into yeah. her house or stalk her because she's probably got a dagger on her. I would have never uh, imagined that and then until I heard it and then thought, well, that makes sense. So, Interesting. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina yeah. Jolie has done some, some out there stuff like the blood necklace or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Number eight for you, Jeff, on your favorite Hawaiians. To the world of uh, entertainment we, we go. I guess this is all entertainment. Uh, but particularly... Uh, for her role as Cassandra in the Wayne's World oh. movies, Tia Carrere. Well, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. Well, you didn't. You don't like uh, Wayne's World as much as I do. No, I like Wayne's World. It wasn't aimed quite at your generation the way it was. Well, I like Wayne's at World. Mine. It was funny. It's hilarious. I, thought, I liked I Austin Powers better. Yeah. I thought Austin Powers. Wayne's World's probably fine. the funniest movie ever made. I don't know about that. It's definitely up there, though. I, I, I would agree with Bob. I think Austin Powers probably has more one-liners and that type of thing in it. But they're both good. I love Wayne's World. So, well, I don't. I don't recall laughing. There are three movies that I'm going to mention here that made me laugh uncontrollably. 
Wayne's World with the one with Beyonce was unbelievable. Uh, Bridesmaids was incredibly funny to me. And Wedding Crashers. Those are the three that stand out as I sit here right now. You think Wedding Crashers? Oh, my God. It was was, was funny. Watch that again now, and, and... and if you think it's still funny, I'd be surprised. Yeah, one, one for me that I'd mentioned, I'm embarrassed to say so, but I laughed and laughed and laughed. It was Dumb and Dumber. It's a terrible well, that's movie. hilarious. But I laughed so much in that movie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, all right, where are we? Number seven for me, I think, isn't it? I think it's number seven for me. Uh, okay. And then you. Uh, okay. Things from my youth uh, that I remember summer activities and again this goes back to my dad a jack of all trades he could do anything and everything and uh he was he did ev- anything and everything uh and that was make homemade ice cream and he was really good at that and the homemade ice cream w- w- usually happened on sunday afternoons and uh, about four o'clock as i recall and he'd get the the contraption out and and start the process and We'd have some of the best ice cream you've ever had. Could it have flavors, or was it just vanilla? It was mostly vanilla, but it I was. I can imagine. Awesome. I believe. I can it. imagine. I can imagine some of that ice cream after Peach Day. Homemade ah. peach ice cream is so good. <laughs> yes, peach slices in ice cream, vanilla ice cream. I don't know that you get any better. No, I don't think so. Never had it. Oh, you've missed and, out. And man. you, you brought back a memory by just saying that, Mike, because I'm sure we did that on occasion. Yeah. If you haven't had homemade ice cream with peaches in a jig, you've not lived yet. It's so good. I don't think I would be uh, interested in that, to be honest. Well, you wouldn't. You, I think you'd like it. Well, here's the problem. Uh, I like vanilla ice cream better than I like peaches. So peaches would be downgrading the vanilla ice cream. I'd have to put something in there that I like as much or more than vanilla ice cream, fr- which is chocolate, and I uh, just have chocolate ice cream. Go ahead, Mike. Have you had peaches, fresh peaches off of a tree? I uh, know. You got to do it. It's not the same thing, Chip. He has it's no not. interest in that, Mike. He no. has no interest Would in you expanding agree, his horizon. That's not true at all. A peach off of a tree is not – I mean, you've not had a peach until you've had a fresh peach off of a tree. It's just it's amazing. All right, where uh, where do we go now? Number seven, six. Seven for me. No, seven, seven. for you, celebrity yeah. hobbies. This is one that I don't know if it's changed since the bicycle accident, the electric bike, uh, but I know that Simon Cowell loved to climb trees. Can you imagine Simon Cowell out going and climbing trees? I can't, and that's why I made my list. That's interesting. I can't imagine Simon Cowell yeah. climbing trees. That does unless, seem a little strange. Unless it was to get away from somebody he was chasing him. As a hobby, that's that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something does. Uh, all right, Jeff, number six. Number seven. Seven famous Hawaiians that you gravitate toward. Well, I don't know if I gravitate toward them, but I... Uh, well, they're your favorite Hawaiian. I certainly appreciate their talents. Uh, the guy who inspired the list, Tiny Bubbles himself, Don Ho. Here's a little uh, piece of trivia about the song Tiny Bubbles. Did you know it was offered first to Lawrence Welk? 
who well, turned La- it, who Lawrence turned it Welk, down. Uh, Lawrence Welk was known for champagne music. He's and, and for the bubbles that accompanied his yeah. television show. He's the king of champagne music, as I learned. But you don't. You're not. You were not aware of the bubbles that accompanied. His television show each and every Saturday night. Why did Lawrence Welk win that uh, Twitter poll so handily? Because he's much more famous Don than Don Ho. Ho. Much yes, more. Yes, absolutely. Huh. Much more famous than Don. There's a huge theater in Branson. Lawrence Welk Theater is one of the largest theaters in Branson. Yeah, so. Anybody Lawrence. from my generation was raised on Lawrence Welk because the, their parents watched it every week. It was yeah. appointment television. And you couldn't miss it. I'm I'm talking about, I'm talking about probably seventy five percent of the television sets in the country were turned to the Lawrence Welk show. Well, that's impressive. Did Don yeah. Ho? He had a show. About seven point five percent of the televisions were that's turned. That's pretty to that. good. That's that people would kill for that now. Maybe he was just oh, ahead. But of, I can't ahead believe of his you time. thought that was even going to be close. Well, Lawrence Welk, the Lawrence Welk show. Okay, what else? It well, was. There was it was. Every great entertainer of the day sought. I mean, they they sought to be on the Lawrence Welk show. I mean, it was it was huge. You know, I well, like the Don Ho show. You've never watched it. The Ho show, as I called it. Uh, number six on your list. Uh, who whose turn is it? Yours. It is. Yeah, I went first. I thought Mike went. You, first. you went first. Well, Jeff uh, was going to go first, and then I went first, and then we got switched around somehow. All right. Are we at number six then? Yes. Number six. Yes. N- number six on my list of summer activities in my youth. Uh, there was a game, a board game called Stratomatic Baseball, and it was uh, addictive. And it was great. And we played it all the time. And I played so much Stratomatic Baseball. I must have gone through five or six variations of that game. Uh, and we kept stats. And it was it was so, so much fun. And that was a great summer activity. Stratomatic Baseball. Were the uh, Stratomatic stars, the players who had the good Stratomatic possibilities that they usually ended up end up being the best stratomatic players well sure it it, it was uh mathematic i know but sometimes maybe if you play enough they're going to be the ones who rise to the top in a particular game not anything not so happen. much yeah. uh number love, six for you for you mike on your famous celebrity hobby list this is another one i did not know about until i researched it and started looking Taylor Swift loves to make snow globes. I don't even know how you go about making snow globes, but Taylor Swift loves to make snow globes as a hobby. Hmm. Don't think I've heard that. Yeah, that's interesting. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. That's amazing that she does that. But multi-talented. She just announced a uh, an extension of her tour overseas in Europe and the UK with Paramore. Uh, starts in May. She's over there for three months. That's uh, she, quite a deal. One of the most unheralded and uh, recognized songwriters. She is a great songwriter. And uh, so I give Taylor Swift credit for that. I'd love to see her in concert. Wouldn't mind seeing and on in a snow globe. So, Isn't that right? Like next May is when she's over there? I think so, yeah, next spring. Yeah. Uh, pretty amazing. 
Uh, number six for you on your favorite Hawaiians. Uh, another singer who he was born in Hawaiian. I don't know if if he's descended from Hawaiians. He may very well be. Uh, but Jack Johnson, kind hmm. of that surf singer a little bit. I like a lot of his songs. Some of them are misses, but nobody's perfect. But he's, again, very talented. And if you go out to Hawaii and don't want to listen to his music while you're on the beach, then I don't know. I don't know. I can't help you. Is Hawaii on your list of places you want to go? I've been to Hawaii twice. Oh, you have? Yeah, once with you. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> All right, Mike, anything? We'll take a break and come uh, back and finish our top ten list. You good with that? Sounds great to me. All right, stay with us. The Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Stuck in the middle from Steeler's Wheel. I'll uh, ask Mike and Jeff if they can name that singer. Nope. Uh, no, Jeff. Mike. Jim Steeler. Uh, I can't. I can't name the singer either. That's the great Jerry Rafferty. Um. Oh. So yeah, he's one of my favorite singers, and he had a moment there with Steeler's Wheel. Uh. All right, we're doing top ten Wednesday. Mike is doing celebrity uh, hobbies. Jeff, favorite Hawaiians. I'm doing summer memories of my youth. Uh, back to Mike. 
this one was quite surprising to me, but Beyonce, do you have any idea what she likes to do, Jeff, what her hobby would be? Uh, underwater basket weaving. No, she's a beekeeper. Beyonce's a beekeeper. She loves doing the bee stuff, get, going to the Did hive. Did you get these from a reputable money. website? Oh, yeah, you can Google any of these. They're all very reputable. So what yeah, happened right there, as I read it, was Jeff questioning you, Mike. Well, and that's fine. He can go ahead and look it up and see. I mean, every one of these is supported. I was just doing some research on one that's coming up because I found it so hard to believe. And uh, it's very well documented. And it's, Well, it's here's, here's where I am. You've been doing this long enough with us. I know you. I would never question uh, your character the way it was just questioned <laughs> by my son. I didn't question his character. I questioned his uh, uh, internet surfing capabilities. Do, do we yeah. still say surf the internet? I don't know. I'm yeah, completely we, confident yeah. in what Mike puts out here. Me too. Okay. Number well, five, Jeff. I found hard. We'll see. Go ahead, Jeff. All I right. thought no, I was last. Number oh. five for me. Uh, this was a, a lot of fun in the summer as well. It was, again, involved my parents in our neighborhood. Uh, each evening, you'd see a group of people, lawn chair in hand, uh, walking to the front yard of someone in the neighborhood to gather and just have fellowship. And often that was our front yard, but it could have been anybody's front yard. And uh, folks would just gather and, and visit for an hour or two. And I, I don't see that happening anymore i don't see that happening anywhere do you mike i do but it's different see i grew up in a different kind of situation i, I grew up in the projects uh and i don't know if people know what that is or not but basically someone kind of call that like ghetto living and stuff and you still see it in a some lower income resource neighborhood and we would uh, we would have the grill in the front and we'd be barbecuing and have neighbors come over and have a cold drink and and have barbecue and sit and talk, and uh, that still happens, but it's rare, very rare, and and, and it's largely in lower income, at risk type neighborhoods. But there's still a lot of family and love that goes place that takes place in those places. So that's one thing I, I love about was, the barbecue. Uh, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, um, I, that's one of the things I love about the cookout, and the barbecue, and the burger at League Forty Two. It just reminds me of that. Yeah. yeah. Number five, Jeff. Uh, your favorite Hawaiians. Number five uh, from Kona, Hawaii, uh, debuted in WWE in, I believe, 1990 as part of the tag team demolition. Crush, Brian Adams. <laughs> See, Mike knows. He said, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like Crush, yeah. I was watching the oh, thing the other night, and he was in it. Uh, really? Number four, Mike. Celebrity hobbies. This is one that I knew about. That I had read before, and I again I verified it. Penelope Cruz, one of the gorgeous actresses of all time. She collects coat hangers. <laughs> I well, can't I don't, even, I, don't, I don't understand that. I don't either. If but she does, she she collects. She she'll like go to hotel rooms or at different places, and she'll collect coat hangers, different styles of coat hangers. I don't get it, but she does. Interesting. Yeah. Number four on my list of summer activities from my youth, uh, number four would be my dad and I spent most nights at the NBC World Series uh, down at 
then Lawrence Stadium. And uh, we'd go. We'd get there for the 5 o'clock game. And we'd often stay uh, till the end, although there were times we left around 10. Uh, but we, we just planted ourselves at the NBC World Series and just watched every game. And I was a kid who watched the game. I didn't run around all that much. I wasn't up and down to the concession stand. I watched a lot of baseball. Well, watching baseball is the best thing you can possibly do. Yeah, but do. a lot of kids don't. You you didn't sit and watch. Of you were running all over the place. Of course, uh, I sat and watched. Yeah, I, I only know every. I only knew every Wrangler and Arkansas well, traveler. You were forced to sit there because you were in the press box. I didn't have to sit. I could have gone down in the stands that and ran around. Five and six, no, seven year old. Of course, you wouldn't allow it. Can I tell you my terrible habit about? I love baseball, watching baseball. This was, I don't do it anymore. But I used to get a pack of Red Man or Levi Garrett chewing tobacco, wrap it up in juicy fruit chewing gum, and chew tobacco, and watch the game. And uh, it's just so many good memories of that. I haven't chewed tobacco probably in 25, 30 years. But that's something about me that a lot of people, unless they've known me for a long time, would never know. Because I'm, I'm a yeah, that's a, that's a little bit guy. surprising. Not, yeah. We're not judging you chewing tobacco, but, uh, but hey, I'm a little glad you stopped. <laughs> yeah. And watching the game, you know, just emulating the players of the time. Uh, so, anyway, not sunflower seeds. There you go. That's a better. Uh, number five, Jeff. Number four. Number four favorite Hawaiians. Uh, we'll go back to baseball. We'll go back to the New York Mets. Uh, you got your book up, his book up there on your shelf. We're talking Ron Darling. Yeah, Ron Darling, good guy. Oh. Yeah. Good broadcaster. Enjoy his uh, work with the Mets. He gets not a lot of love for his national work in the playoffs, but he's a good guy. People are wrong. Uh, number three, Mike, on your list of celebrity hobbies. Now, she doesn't kill them, but she collects them. She goes out and catches them and releases them in a different place, and she does this quite often. It is a hobby of hers that she has selfly admitted. Paris Hilton hunts frogs. She's a frog wow. hunter. Why? Catch and release for frogs. Okay. Especially, you know, she's a strong animal rights advocate, but she hunts and releases frogs. So I would That's never an have interesting one. Paris Hilton. Yeah. No. Uh, number. Well, you know, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton was on my ten celebrity crushes list. So. Yeah, I remember uh, I'm that. happy that she's on one of your lists too. Number three on my list of favorite summer activities uh, from my youth. Uh, was listening to the Cardinals on the radio with Jack Buck and Harry Carey. Um, it's hard to believe that that tandem did games in the same booth, and then later it was Jack Buck and Mike Shannon. Uh, but I think Jack Buck and Harry Carey would have to be the most star-studded radio booth in the history of baseball. Can't uh, argue against it. It would be nice if you could YouTube some of those games with those two. If they haven't, to hear them together, that would be amazing. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite a deal. Uh, number three, Jeff, on your list of favorite Hawaiians. A uh, guy who makes uh, music. Pretty much all of his songs are good or catchy or fun or entertaining, and that would be Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars makes your uh, list. Yeah, that's right. Wouldn't Never he heard yours? you talk about him. Everybody yeah, likes Bruno Mars one. songs. He might be number one on my list. I don't know. On the top of my head. I love Bruno Mars. Yeah, I like Bruno Mars. 
Uh, Mike, number two on your list now of celebrity hobbies. This is this is, this is one I had heard about, you know, several years ago, and I found out it was hard. You know, when I found out it was actually true, it's hard to believe. Johnny Depp collects Barbie dolls. He has a <laughs> hobby of collecting Barbie dolls. Now I'm starting to question hobby. whether you're. Now I'm <laughs> now I'm starting to question your ability to. I would Google never have things. thought that. I've never thought that, but he. Uh, he collects Barbie Jeff dolls. Just Google Johnny that. Depp. Taylor Swift. What is it? Johnny Depp Johnny Barbie Depp dolls. Barbie dolls. Yeah. We're going to. It's time of to course. check this out. <laughs> yeah. It, even B.A. doesn't get to Johnny Depp Barbie dolls in the Google search. What? Barbie. Like when you type Johnny Depp B.A., the Barbie, Barbie dolls does not uh, drop down. Uh, but it appears that, yeah, he does collect Barbie dolls. There you go. Good one, Mike. We never doubted you. <laughs> that's all we did to Google, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two on my list of youthful activities in the summer was just riding my bike around Derby. It was a simpler time. Uh, my parents didn't mind turning me loose. I had a green Stingray with a banana seat. I could ride it on one tire. Um Riding my bike around Derby was one of my favorite things to do in the summer. Just loved it. Of course. I loved riding my bike around in the summer as well. I don't remember you riding your bike around. Well, I wasn't here for many of the summers. Well, you were here for half the summer. Hmm. Sometimes. Till baseball was over. Yeah, and I played a lot of baseball. I did ride my bike. I had that green bike, remember? Eh, kind of. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Number two on your list of favorite Hawaiians. We have to go back to Gilmore Girls. This uh, woman was born in Hawaii. Again, I don't know about uh, descent or uh, any kind of relationships there, but Lauren Graham was born in Hawaii. Of uh, course, uh, Lorelai Gilmore, the title, the, titu thoughts, the titular character. No thoughts. None? No, no, no. It's not really sad. No. Lauren no, Graham was really. in Gilmore Girls and Parenthood, and uh, those are the two be two of the best shows in the history of television. And I'm sorry that you guys missed them. I don't know that a lot of people would concur. Parenthood was incredible, and Gilmore Girls is a pop culture phenomenon. Say it even to this day. The it's the it's the tagline used in the history of television. That's well, that's, I that's I stand by it. Oh. He doesn't I like it when I get hyperbolic, but yeah. he's okay when he does. Yeah, yeah. I well, think they're, they're this is opinion. Shows, really good shows, but in the history of television, that's that, that's a big. You know, you got shows like Mash, and you got, you know, you got even The Simpsons. Never uh, heard of it. Andy Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. Room, room for more than three great shows. Mike. Yeah, there's Mike's just tipping the iceberg. Exactly. Hey, Mike. Before we get to number one. Because Jeff was all over me for my thoughts on Bill Walton. And I did finish his documentary, his 30 for 30. It's yeah. in four uh, four installments, and I we watched it yesterday. And I, I will say this. It's one of the best documentaries I've seen uh, because it, it told us the story of Bill Walton from every angle. Uh, it was amazing how many people... Uh, were interviewed as a part of this documentary. 
from his days at UCLA, his days with Portland. What what I was most interested in were obviously his days as a Boston Celtic, and they had Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish was just incredible, incredible. Yeah. Uh, in talking about Bill Walton. I uh, I just was moved. Have, have you seen it yet? I've not seen it. And Bill Walton is one of the most, uh, he, he is definitely one of the top characters in the history of the game of basketball. I think one of the best college players to ever play the game. And as a personality, he's his own character in that regard. But actually, I, I love, he still loves the game, and it's obvious he loves the game, and I respect that about Bill Walton. It taught me so much about him and his injury history. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, he's just an, a, an interesting character. It was a great documentary. That's all yeah. I'll say. Uh, number one on – yeah, please do. Okay. Uh, number one on your list, Mike, of celebrity uh, hobbies – I brought this up on the show once before. I saw a documentary movie about it. it it's hard to it's it, that at one time considered the meanest man on the planet, Mike Tyson and his love for and hobby of pigeons, carrier pigeons and so forth. That are in contact. I do know about that. Them. And uh, for the meanest to see him with those birds, and the love that he has, it's it's like a an amazing thing that you just would never expect. But Mike Tyson. And his love for pigeons, that's the number one on my list. Number one on my list, and that's a good one. I think we've all heard about that. Uh, number one on my list is just baseball in general, playing it on teams, playing it in the neighborhood, uh, games, practices. We would get up early in the morning and just play in our neighborhood and uh, just nonstop baseball. Almost every day we played. And uh, that's a tremendous memory of my youth. Uh, Jeff, your favorite Hawaiian of all time, number one. Pretty easy. Uh, the most uh, dignified president of my or probably anybody's lifetime, Barack Obama. There you go. You're, you're number one Hawaiian. Yeah. Mike, any thoughts on anything uh -huh. before, uh, before we bid you adieu? Nope. Everybody have a great weekend and listen to the Bob and Jeff show. I listen to that every day, so there you go. Hey, uh, you're do, the best. do me this favor. After you watch the Walton documentary, and again, okay. it's a four-hour documentary, so I don't know that you can do it in one night, but let me know what you think. Okay, will do. All uh, right, thanks, Mike. No problem. You guys take care. All right, there goes Mike Furches, uh, our guest for Top Ten Wednesday. I wonder if Max, who loves the Celtics, loves Walton. Max, have you seen the documentary? I, I've seen some of it, Bob. Um, okay. When I'm in here, it's on. Well, I on think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, it I, was. Uh, it was really good. I saw Bill Walton and, in the in the parking lot of Fest Parker's DoubleTree Hotel in Santa Barbara a few years ago. Well, I was driving a he, trolley. He's a, he's a compelling figure, he is. and uh, again, I just enjoyed it more than I even thought I would. And I'm a Bill Walton guy, but it was it was so good, and to hear. Kevin McHale and Larry Bird, and, and especially the Chief, who referred to Bill Walton as William every really? time he every time he spoke about him. Interesting. William, it's just, I, I can't tell you how interesting it was.
We're going to have to seek out some more uh, celebrity guests here. Always. I'm going to work on that. Well, you told me you get Don Henley, so that's the white whale. Um, I'm going to work on it and see what Anna Loins, right? i got to yeah. reach out to her. I've spoken with her before. It's been years. Uh, but uh, I'll, have, I'll, I'll pull out the charm, and uh, we'll make that happen. I sure hope so. That'd be just wonderful. I'd love just. I'd like it just to see how speechless you were. Oh, okay. It I, would be awful. That would be the you. best moment of my life. Not what being... would you? Let's pretend that we have Don Henley on the line. I'll start. Don, welcome to the show. Two huge fans. Uh, I've been a fan of the Eagles and of yours since around 1972. Uh, my son gained that fandom. Uh, Jeff, what do you have for for Mr. Henley? Don, would you like to go out to dinner sometime? Oh, God. You don't embarrass us with that. Do you know how off-putting that would be for Don Henley? Oh, sure. Who cares? What would you think he would say to that? I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even talk to Don Henley just in case he had a, he was having a bad day or something or... So uh, you'd let me do the entire have a, interview? Have a negative reaction to something? I don't have any real questions for Don Henley. I just want to talk to Don Henley. Um, I got a million I questions. I don't need to interview Don Henley. I want to, I, one of the big questions I have for Don Henley is, what's the in, inspiration for Waiting in the Weeds? Uh, I think it's maybe your best song. Thank you. Uh what do you mean, thank you? You said it's maybe my best song. No, I'm talking to Don oh, Henley. Sorry about Shut that. up, Jeff. <laughs> a little of you goes a long way, man. Thank you. Uh, so I, that would be one of the questions I would ask. And I'd love to know his answer to that because it's so little known. Had it been put out in the Eagles' uh, heyday, it would be a very famous song. I'm not sure about that. I am sure. That's seven minutes. That's like The Last Resort, which is famous among it's Eagles a, and fans. And it's a very famous song. Among Eagles fans, right. but not necessarily uh, to the to the general public. Well, Hotel California is pretty famous. Well, they put that on the radio. Um, I think this would have been on the radio. Maybe. It's hard to I'd say. I'd love to know his answer to that. I don't know if they would have written it in the 70s. Oh, I think they would have. I don't think it's so. Similar to the Sad Cafe. It's similar to a lot of Don Henley's opus. But it's more of an aged, aged song. It's not about, really. It's a little bit about being older and time. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's no, it's not. Yes, it is. The dog days and the end of August and uh, all these finality. His things. girlfriend's on a on a Ferris wheel That's at a the metaphor. fair. Please, has nothing to do with being older. Yes, it uh, does. I'd love to know you his think answer. Don Henley's dating a twenty-year-old on the in the. I mean, come on. Are you aware of Don Henley's past? Well, Don Henley can date whoever he wants, but I just don't think that's what that. He's not dating a twenty-year-old now, but I don't think that song has anything to do it's with. It's about seasons change. Of course, it it's about aging and getting older. Not at all. Not of at all. It's it not is. how I read that song at all. Well, it's I about don't... it's about love. It's about. Lost Love, mm. which a lot of Eagles songs are about. No, not really. Absolutely. You, you've missed the point of it. You're, trying, you're putting too much thought into this. I mean, that's a backdrop, but it also, it's about a circle. 
Listen, I mean, it's about ongoing stuff. It's the patterns, the egg and dart, the chambers. What do you know the about the egg and dart and the it's chambers? Patterns, of the it's patterns. It's patterns. <laughs> that repeat You're trying themselves. too hard. Which is okay. I'm not trying too hard. Well, you are. It's in not this a simplistic case. song. It's That's not a simplistic song at metaphors. all. But it's not about aging. It's not about aging. I didn't say that, but it's about uh, experience and having experiences. That's and what all songs again, are about. Again, continu- uh, continuing all patterns. songs have some seasons change, some relevancy to experience. That that's not new to this. Not unique to that song. Well, well, just trust me. What What do you mean, trust you? Just trust me. I don't know what what it has to do with trust. I'd just like to get his answer. Uh, so, what question would you have? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I That's have one, one I'd have for sure. Another one I'd have is uh, his relationship with Joe Walsh, and how that has ebbed and flowed over the years. Uh, and how he made it through and how they've become this kind of tandem that now uh, runs the Eagles in some ways. I think that would be a fascinating story to write if Don Henley uh, would talk about it. Here's what Don Henley said about waiting in the weeds. Here I am, just turned 60. I'm not complaining. I'm thrilled and delighted. None of us ever thought it would go on this long, but we are a determined bunch of guys. We take our time. We are not afraid of the passage of time necessarily, and we've been sitting one out for a long time. This is kind of what waiting in the weeds implies. Again, on the surface, that's a love song, but it's also about this band. We've just been sort of waiting for some of this bad music to die down, for certain trends to go away so that we can get out there on the dance floor again. We are a band that knows how to bide its time and how to wait. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. Oh, okay. Completely wrong. You tried to make it something much deeper. No, I didn't. That's exactly what that's I said. Of the passage that's of what time. It's about. Yeah. Just trust me when it comes to the Eagles. You don't know what you're talking I about. I always know what I'm you talking about. You added some deep thing. It's 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 just It's about the passage of time. That's what I said. Waiting, we're waiting. Waiting in the weeds. And patterns. It's exactly what waiting in the weeds mean. Ugh. Killing me. Beautiful, beautiful song. We're going to end it there. Tomorrow on the show, Ron Baker, former Shocker, will join us to talk about the Final Four reunion from 10 years ago. That's going on here a little bit later in the month. We'll also talk to former Sunrise Academy coach, Luke Barnwell. He has taken a job as, as an assistant coach at Texas Tech. He'll be on the show as well tomorrow. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you soon. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.